2021, uh, I went to go to an open mic at a coffee shop just to watch and ran into some comedians that I had remembered. And um, I got suggested to to be on an upcoming show, just a free five minutes on, on someone's set. And uh, then it just kind of took off from there. But as far as what makes me want to continue to do it, yeah, it's people laughing. It's people after the show telling me that I'm their favorite. Um, it's being introduced, you know, like... I don't know if there, there's a job where someone's like, up next, Lynette Manning and an entire club cheers for you. Like, there's what don't you love about that? Anyway, you ready for your next comic? <laughs> Give it up for Lynette Manning! Hi, I'm John Yeager, and this is Bloodworks 101, the podcast designed by your friends here at Bloodworks Northwest to inspire you to donate either time money, or blood. Do you work with someone who has, well, how do I say it, a secret life? Something they do away from work that when you find out about it just floors you. Well, for me, that person is Lynette Manning, one of my co-workers here at Bloodworks. I first met Lynette when she served as a spokesperson for our response back in 2017 when Amtrak 501 derailed near DuPont, Washington killing three, injuring dozens, and impacting traffic on the I-5 corridor for days. Lynette was a great spokesperson for us that day because she handled the media attention with poise and compassion. But this episode isn't about that. Well, it's a little bit about that, but it's mainly about the fame that her secret life has brought her. Now, if you've seen her act, you know how funny she is. If Lynette Manning is not on your radar, she will be and the secret will be out. I got a chance to talk to her a little while back. All right, so tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, my name is Lynette Manning. I'm the Donor Services Regional Manager for our North Collections team. So I work directly with the supervisors of the centers and mobiles from Seattle to Bellingham. And what do you do? What's your normal work day like? Yeah, sure. So I'm support to those teams. You know, my supervisors are leaders in their own right. So whenever they need support, support for me as far as, um, you know, setting up drives, working with our community engagement liaisons, um, any customer service issues, you know, making sure that everyone is up to date with our inventory and what we need to be focusing on, um, projects going on, just keeping my team informed of uh, things that are going on in our in our uh, organization um, and just being that support for them. And you used to work uh, at the Olympia Donor Center. And, and as I recall, uh, remember it was December 18th, uh, 2017, and the line was around the block at the Olympia Donor Center because Amtrak 501 had just derailed. Amtrak 501 answering Centralia North, over. Hey guys, what happened? Uh, we were coming around the corner to take the bridge over I-5 there, huh? right north into Squally and we went on the ground. I was. I was there. Uh, at the time, I was a donor recruitment representative, which is now our community engagement liaisons. And uh, I was there helping that day. Um, I started in Olympia. That is the first uh, blood center that I worked at here. It was an amazing day, incredible. Uh, the community really came out for that, um, that incident that happened. The line was around the building, down the road. People were there all day long, um, waiting around five, six hours to give us some blood that day. It was, it was a very uh, crazy but incredible day. I'm sad for the reason why it happened but I was encouraged that uh, when somebody you know is looking at this bad news they make the decision to go down and give blood that must have been really um, must have made you feel good in a, in a strange kind of way 
No, it did. It did. It really made me feel great. Uh, the team, you know, even as busy as it was, they had a really good attitude. Everyone was just there to do something for their their fellow person in the community. So it was a, it was a beautiful day. Um, sad reasoning, of course. And uh, it was you know the, the the donors were incredible. We had one particular donor I know we talked about back then. She actually wasn't able to give uh, because eventually we need to shut things down, send blood off to our labs, and so she actually stayed the night in the uh, in the parking lot. Came in first person the next day with donuts for the team you know she wasn't mad she was just she was happy that people were giving and she wanted to make sure we had a good morning the next day and provided some snacks for people it was awesome it was awesome isn't that funny the things you remember but uh we're not here to talk about your job during the day we're here to talk (laughs) about what else you do what else do you do, Lynette Manning? Yeah, so the last two years uh, on my nightlife, I have taken on stand-up comedy. So I'm a stand-up comedian at night um, when I'm not doing my job here at Bloodworks during the day. Your material is, um, is, is funny in the sense that it's real. It's, your, it's, it's stuff about your real life. Explain to me how you approach your act. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, uh, you know, I love stand up in general as an audience member, and I feel like I relate more with people that talk about their everyday lives. Um, you know, they people that are married, have kids. Um, you know, they talk a little bit about their jobs, just inter, uh, interactions with other people they come in car- in contact with, and that resonates with me. And uh, that's kind of the material that comes to my mind when uh when I get on stage. So that's that's kind of where I get my material from is just everyday life, um, and people seem to enjoy it. Inspiration comes to you even in the line at Starbucks. Give it up for Lynette Manning! Tacoma, how we doing tonight? Yeah! Oh, I am excited to be here. Okay, I got a little boy at home. This is a break for me, okay? I am tired all the time. I look tired all the time. Got a coffee today. The barista said she liked my eyeshadow. Some of you know I don't wear eyeshadow. Okay, I didn't know what to do. I was like, thanks, it's called Shades by Exhaustion. Um, You know, maybe it's Maybelline, maybe my kid won't go to sleep, you know? Like, I'm not trying to be a cover girl, I'm just trying to recover girl, you know? What made you want to do this in the first place? What made you think, I have enough material that I observe that I'm going to go up on stage, they're going to say my name, and I'm going to try to make people laugh. What made you do that? I have always enjoyed making people laugh growing up. I was the funny friend. I was the hilarious person at all the family gatherings. Um, it was just something I really liked, and I also really liked stand-up. So it was kind of on a bucket list of mine to do, um, to just give it a shot. And in 2019, uh, I did it. I got scared, but I signed up for an open mic uh, in Tacoma, and I went up. I had, uh, I believe, four minutes to do a set. And uh, it, it was actually, you know, a lot of people have horror stories about the first time they hit the stage, but I actually had a really good set. The audience loved it. I got laughs and it was just, it was addicting after that. What makes you want to keep going? You said addicted. There must be something in that, that affirmation from strangers when you say something that wants you, makes you want to go back and do it again. I think it's the security shirt. You know, I love a man in uniform, right? Yes, it doesn't even matter what kind, like Taco Bell uniform, Jiffy Lube uniform, right? I think I just like proof of employment. Yeah, when you get a room full of people laughing at something you said that you find funny, 
uh, it gives you just this this huge high. And uh, I say this, I know it sounded confusing because I think I think earlier I said I've been doing it for two years. So I did it in 2019, and um, I did it for I did like four sets, literally four sets. Um, and then I just got uh, I, I was done. I I, uh, I got pregnant, and then the pandemic happened, and I didn't think I'd ever do it again. And uh, in 2021, uh, I went to go to an open mic at a coffee shop just to watch and ran into some comedians that I had remembered. And um, I got suggested to to be on an upcoming show, just a free five minutes on, on someone's set. And uh, then it just kind of took off from there. But as far as what makes me want to continue to do it, yeah, it's people laughing. It's people after the show telling me that I'm their favorite. Um, it's being introduced, you know, like, I don't know if there there's a job where someone's like up next Lynette Manning and an entire club cheers for you like there's what don't you love about that you know that's um, so and I can't take onus of that particular um, statement just because I heard another comedian say it but he's right so it, it feels great and I think deep down I kind of always wanted to be some kind of famous I guess some kind of famous. I think that's what I'm going to call the, the, the episode. Yeah. Lynette Manning, some kind of famous. And this has taken you not just Tacoma, this has taken you around the country. Tell me a little bit about about your career as a stand-up comedian right now. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I do, I you know, I'm based out of Olympia, but I go, I travel all over Washington, but I also applied to several festivals around the U.S. and I got into them. So I got to perform in a festival in South Dakota, um, New York, Michigan, um, uh, where else? I know I was somewhere else. Uh, Colorado um, and then also Oregon uh, I've performed in, uh, in Idaho I just you know I, I've been able to do a lot in these last two years I, I'm real grateful for it all right so I'm, I'm, I'm just forced to ask this question um, you've got two lives you've got the one that sets up a blood drives and you got the one that is some kind of famous um, how has one informed the other um, I would say that I think my experience uh, working at Bloodworks has helped me uh, with my nightlife, if you will, is especially when I was a recruiter um, and I was going to different locations and talking to uh, people I didn't know. Um, you know, especially going to high schools and talking during their assemblies or during their lunch period to just a group of folks that have no idea who I am and I have to be able to engage with them and get them to listen to me. Um, and a lot of times people didn't um, and it hurt, um, but a lot of times they did and it felt great. And I think, you know, I mentioned that doing comedy was on a bucket list. Um, I am fortunate enough to have put a bunch of things on bucket lists that I've been able to cross off. And I think that has given me the life experiences uh, to be able to turn into jokes and, and share with folks. I am married. Um, <laughs> my husband's an understanding man. You gotta be when you're married to a comedian. We've been together a long time, man. Anyway, I think we have passes for celebrities we're allowed to sleep with. Husband's list, very innocent. He has got, he has like Charlize Theron, you know, Mariah Carey, Selma Hayek, women that look like me. <laughs> Thank you. Bloodworks is, is a place where I've been for the last 14 years. It was probably my first grown-up job. Um, and it's it's a place that I've worked at where I've had all these life experiences. So um, I think that's, that's how it's kind of helped me be funny. <laughs> Well, I remember uh, people interviewing you as part of that State Blood Donor Day story that we pitched to media f five years ago. And, uh, you know, I hear that woman talking about what happened, you know, at the Olympia Donor Center that, that awful day. 
and you there was there was a confidence uh, and an ease in front of a microphone that you had that I re- I was I, I was impressed with immediately and so this is not that much of a stretch when I heard that you were a stand-up comedian I said that makes sense <laughs> I appreciate that thank you yeah I um I did I you know some kind of famous I, before comedy I did I did t- uh, try my hand at singing I always enjoyed singing as well um so I did do open mics as a singer and that too uh was me just being super vulnerable and hoping people liked me and I think that 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 helped me as well but I I definitely think you know being able to um do interviews for the blood center uh for different news stories that that was that was huge in in my success as well all right i hate to put you on the spot but i'm going to put you on the spot (laughs) typically see if i can get you to kick into that gear uh they say ladies and gentlemen lynette manning and you come up on stage how do you usually start your show uh usually i start with that (laughs) oh that is putting me on the spot um oh man i'm excited to be here um you know i travel a lot for comedy and uh, i had to get a new car to get me to all these gigs and it's got that smart car technology and i don't know about you guys but i miss my old dumb car that didn't question my authority all the time you know these new cars they're constantly beeping at you you get too close to the line get too close to the car in front of you get uh, take your hand off the wheel to grab something the other day i got a little tired the car could tell it went screen said do you need a break i'm like you know what punk we need a break okay so that's that's one of my warm-up ones that's good stuff yeah you know i mean it reminds me of the seinfeld kind of uh, observational humor you know what's the deal with that yeah yeah that's it you know it's funny you think of your everyday life you don't think of it as humorous but it's everyday life for everybody right so if you can find a way to twist it to make it funny um, the moment I say smart car technology, I see all these frustrated heads in the audience start shaking their head and nodding and, and agreeing because that's what's happening now. You, you know, these cars are kind of driving for you and, and it's calling you out on your mistakes. So it's it's frustrating. <laughs> and I always talk about how I want a Tesla because I want a smart car. So maybe uh, be careful what you wish for. Right? <laughs> exactly. I do. I have a, a new Kia vehicle and it's, uh, yeah, it has all that. And I didn't realize that I'm kind of a terrible driver. And it has no problem telling me that. <laughs> so what's next for you? What uh, uh, is there more of a bucket list, something that you can check off? Um, you know, I want to be on uh, I want to be on the Tonight Show. I'm, I'm just saying, is there anything that's that's out there is the white whale for you? That's that's the that's the, the thing that you want to do with stand up uh, comedy right now that you haven't done yet? Um, you know, right now, I'm actually at a really uh, good place in my head. Um, I get to feature for national touring headliners, um, and that's that's a good spot for me. I, you know, they say comedy is not a sprint. It's a marathon. It takes a long time to get good. Um, I will say uh, I've had a really good two years. I, I think that, and I think just being, um, you know, I'm older than a lot of the newer comics, and I've had more life experiences to share, and I think that that's given me an edge. But what the, the next step for me is to start headlining my own shows and getting enough um, a material together to have that you know you have to have about 45 to an hour um, and I'm not quite there yet I, I have the time but it, I'm not proud of probably 20 minutes of it so I want to make sure what I put out there is good and traveling I'd love to I'd love to travel more um, and be a headlining comic I think about the um, 
I, I think about the documentary I saw on Netflix a few years ago. It was called Comedian, and it was about Seinfeld after he left the show and how he recreated himself. And he met all these people along the way and finished with, you know, at the time he was well-respected Bill Cosby. But that was, that was you know, a metamorphosis from TV sitcom guy to here's my new act. And I really had a, a, a real appreciation for having to reinvent yourself and having to just continually look at the material that you're, that, that you're sharing with people and saying, ah, that's no good, that's no good, this killed, this was great. Um, that must be fun for you. Yeah, it's a blast. Um, I really enjoy learning from these headlining comics that I'm working with because they do, they give me that type of advice. Um, they, they listen to my set and they, they tell me kind of things that I could switch up to get more laughs. Um, the whole process, everything about it, uh, I enjoy. So it's, it's just been a great ride. Lynette, you have a very personal connection with uh, with blood donation and the importance that it has. Can you share that story? So after I started working here at Bloodworks, about a year after, my, my nephew was diagnosed with, with cancer, um, and he was at the Seattle Children's Hospital. So I, I went there and I visited him on his birthday, his 15th birthday, and while I was there, he was uh, actually receiving two, blood tra- or two units of blood, uh, red cells. And it kind of put it all full circle for me as to how important it is the work that I do. Because I think when you uh, work somewhere, you know, it, it, it becomes a job. It's what you do every day. Um, but actually being at the hospital and, and, and visiting my nephew, you know, when, when I got there, he was he was asleep. He was weak. Um, you know, we were just sitting with him. But as he was receiving his blood, um, I saw like the color come back to him. He woke up. He started talking with us and laughing with us. And uh, I literally got to see... Um, the life they put into them. So when we say that, uh, you know, we're doing life-saving work here, I, I saw that. That is exactly what we're doing. Thank you guys so much. My name's Lynette Manning. Well, continued success. I can't wait to see where this ride goes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Give it up for Lynette! Lynette Manning, Donor Services Regional Manager by Day, some kind of famous stand-up comedian by night. By the way, Lynette wanted me to tell you that her nephew is doing just fine today. And that'll just about wrap it up for this edition of Bloodworks 101. I'm your host, John Yeager. See you next time.